morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, April 4th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to continue on in John's Gospel, but before that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, in this world that is full of brokenness, we look to your Son, to Jesus Christ, who experienced the depth of pain, the depth of separation, the depth of betrayal and brokenness and sits with us in our hurt and our pain, providing comfort and presence of a loving God. May we remember this, may all remember this and know it to be true. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen now to the 19th chapter of John's gospel, the first 16 verses. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. And the soldiers wove a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they dressed him in a purple robe. They kept coming up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and striking him on the face. Pilate went out again and said to them, Look, I'm bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no case against him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Here is the man. When the chief priest and the police saw him, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no case against him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law he ought to die because he is claimed to be the Son of God. Now when Pilate heard this, he was more afraid than ever. He entered his headquarters again and asked Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, Do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have the power to release you and power to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no power over me unless it had been given you from above. Therefore the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are no friend of the emperor. Everyone who claims to be a king sets himself against the emperor. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus outside and sat on the judge's bench at a place called the Stone Pavement, or in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation for the Passover, and it was about noon. He said to the Jews, Here is your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate asked them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but the emperor. Then he handed him over for handed him over to them to be crucified. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Tara, how are you? And what's what's bringing you joy today? You know those people who like feel sick, but you'd never know because they just are so great or whatever. Um, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I feel terrible, Brett, and I'm pretty sure it's allergies. 
but for some reason it's like I got We're pretty close. I'm hoping it's allergies. <laughs> I think we are. <clears throat> so, but what's bringing me joy? I don't know. I can't even remember joy. <laughs> what that's, about you? That's fair. Uh, I mean, what's bringing me joy is I feel like uh, this week's podcast, it's going to sound like you have like an NPR voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sound so great with your podcast soft voice. I know. It is like, <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> uh, but seriously, what's bringing me joy is Allie and I are going to LS Teca for lunch. And it's that just. Where is it? That's um, it's off of Triana and like Governor's. Um, it's yummy the best that's awesome. absolutely the best that's awesome that's how you know i'm sick i haven't eaten anything in like two days oh, just man, not hungry you must be sick <laughs> yeah i'm not hungry at all <clears throat> but to our scripture why do you think that Pilate is afraid uh when when yeah jesus is referred to or you says know, what he claims to be it's interesting in john's gospel the way the religious authorities try to get jesus crucified because if you'll remember from last week, they accused him of being a king, right? Which um, there's no king but Caesar. And so to accuse him of being the king of the Jews was what they were hoping the charge would be. Well, now they're upping the stakes, really, because when um, they tell him, Pilate, that Jesus is claimed to be the son of God, I imagine that Pilate is afraid for a couple of reasons. One is because the invoking of any kind of deity lends a seriousness to it, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's, um, I imagine Pilate might have had a healthy respect um, for God, whatever that God may look like. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is, in John's gospel, it's very clear that Pilate sees Jesus as innocent, And so when they make the charge that he's claiming to be God, then that means he's going to have to crucify him. And I imagine that must be a horrible feeling um, to have this man standing before you who has done nothing wrong, really, that he can see and knowing that he's going to have to nail him to a cross. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is um, the Romans and all their brutality uh, is often brutality in their minds for the sake of justice. Uh, They wanted an incredibly just society. So to go forth with something that is unjust certainly would have been, uh, that is blatantly unjust, would be terrifying to Pilate. It's interesting because the, the Jews, you know, they don't bring this charge of him being the son of God, which is, or him being, yeah, the son of God. That's blasphemy. They don't bring it to Caiaphas and Annas, mm-hmm. who would presumably then, from Leviticus 24, have to determine if the things you've said actually meant that he thought he was the Son of God. And most accounts say that if it had been in a religious court, he wouldn't have been convicted because mm-hmm. the things he had said in no way matched the heinousness of what Leviticus 24 mm-hmm. assumed. So it's interesting that they wait until they get to the Roman court mm-hmm. to bring in the charge of blasphemy, essentially. Well, and that um, the Son of God, also in kind of an, a wider context, that's what uh, the emperor called himself as well. And so it's a, it's a challenge to the whole uh, 
to the head of Pilate's uh, imperial rule. Uh, and so, and, and the fact, you know, obviously you can take that as this, you know, in this obscure province of the mighty empire where one man makes this claim. Uh, but I think Pilate senses something, whether he has any idea of what it is or not. Uh, but, but it moves him. And he, so he knows that there is some sort of power. And I just, um, Love how Jesus is silent through the questioning, and it's only yeah. when Pilate invokes power uh, that Jesus responds uh, of the absurdity of, of what Pilate thinks that he has uh, power over. Um, and and, I, and that moves him to the very next sentence after Jesus responds to Pilate is that Pilate tries to release him. Uh, that yeah. It's when Jesus, whenever Jesus, Jesus is silent and that intrigues Pilate, but even in our passage from last week, you know, when Jesus speaks, Pilate's moved. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, too, because <clears throat> they dress Jesus after they have him flogged, right, as this supposed king in, like, the purple robes. And so while everyone is mocking him as a king and the lack of power that he has, we are all seeing the person who is our king, mm -hmm. who in his weakness and lack of power had the ultimate power in terms of resurrection and salvation. And so John once again does that dichotomy thing of saying one thing, showing another um, the way he lacks to do. <laughs> All right, friends, with that, we're going to end with a quote from the author Dennis Prager. Fear of God is a liberating emotion, freeing one from a disabling fear of evil, powerful people. This needs to be emphasized because many people see fear of God as onerous rather than liberating. Hmm. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.